This is Pod Academy. It's a hundred years since the start of the First World War, and this Christmas marks the 100th anniversary of the Christmas truce, the soldiers' truce, in that war. Welcome to our special Christmas podcast, introduced by Stephen Sedley, former appeal court judge and visiting professor in the Faculty of Law at Oxford University. Frank Austin was a Fleet Street compositor in the days when newspapers were set in hot metal. He was born in 1893 and was still an apprentice when war was declared in August 1914. Like his fellow apprentices, he signed up without a second thought. Everyone knew that the war would be over by Christmas. In 1966, in his sitting room in Edgware, Middlesex, I recorded some of Frank's memories of a conflict which by pure good fortune he survived, one of fewer than 30 known survivors of an entire regiment. But on the first Christmas day of the war, Frank had both witnessed and taken part in what remains one of the most significant and dramatic events in the history of warfare. As he reflects in this recording, in that brief moment of time, the troops could have stopped the war. This is the account he gave me half a century later. A day or two before uh, Christmas, we were given the uh, Princess Mary's golden gift box. This box was uh, sort of flat, gilt, and uh, there were cigarettes and pipe tobacco. Cigarettes on one side, pipe tobacco on the other. And uh, there was a photograph of Princess Mary, as she then was. Well, we... We were on the ridge, and when dawn broke, it was Christmas Day, and uh, not a shot was fired. A little further down on the right, to the right of us, we spotted a white flag flying. And uh, then uh, several Germans got out, one after the other, and very slowly, there was one man, an officer, who was waving a white handkerchief and we could see that there was a sort of uh, armistice. Uh, They were very friendly. We gave them some of our rum, or the sergeant did rather, and uh, we had some of their snaps. I can't remember what they gave us to eat. I handed out uh, one or two tins of uh, McConaughey's uh, M&V ration. And then what they thought of the bully beef that others gave them. I remember sitting on a log and uh, there was two Germans and my own sergeant as well. And uh, they showed me their photographs of their, their wives and children and so forth and one fortunately could speak a, uh, could speak English very well he had been uh, a student and then had a job in the West End for some time and um, he seemed to be politically conscious because he asked the sergeant I remember this very well if he knew why we were fighting <laughs> And of course, we hadn't, we, we, uh, we'd no more idea really than uh, that uh, we thought it was the right thing to be doing. Uh, this, this business went 
went on all day, and a good many of us were got rather drunk, you know, and uh, they uh, they were actually in our trenches, and some of our lads, I didn't go myself, went went up to their dugouts. And I don't know what they got up to. Um, uh, I know that there was football, uh, uh, and I believe that was. Uh, uh, I don't know whether it was a real football or simply a lot of newspapers uh, rolled up tightly with with string. Some said one thing and some another, but I didn't actually see it. There was a game. There was two on a on a fairly flat piece of ground between the trenches, uh, two piles of uh, grey uniforms and two khaki ones, and some sort of a ragtime game was arrived at. It seems incredible looking looking back on it. Uh, it must have worried the general staff a whole lot because uh, when dawn broke the following day and they, uh, they didn't, the, the Germans didn't come out of the line, of their line rather, at first on the boxing morning, but to our surprise we heard a rattle of machine guns further off to the right. I have heard that, that the the staff sent up uh, a battalion of uh, the guards to open fire. And, and of course, once the uh, machine guns started up, the battle was on once more. Uh, as far as I was concerned, that, uh, that was the end of the Christmas Day celebrations. Two nights later, I was the almost the last to leave the trenches uh, and uh, we'd had no casualties worth talking about. I've often thought what a, all that slaughter that followed and yet and yet the soldiers had the will to uh, to bring the uh, bring the war to an end.